Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Jeremiah 32 verses 1 through 15, an interesting story of Jeremiah buying a piece of land. And this is significant because it provides us with a sign from God that he is going to eventually restore these people of Judah, his people, his chosen people who are going to be punished and destroyed and carried off to Babylon and exile. This is a sign that he's going to bring them back eventually, just like he has said that he would. So in the first five verses of chapter 32, Jeremiah is in the court of the guard in the palace of the king of Judah. So the king is Zedekiah, and the king has imprisoned Jeremiah because Jeremiah has prophesied that bad things are going to happen, that God is going to give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and nobody's going to escape from the hand of the Chaldeans. And King Zedekiah, you're going to speak with the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, face to face, and the reason that's going to happen is because he's going to take you into exile, and you're going to remain there. And you can fight against these guys, but you're not going to succeed. These are the kind of things that Jeremiah has been prophesying from God to the people of Judah and to the king of Judah, Zedekiah, and he's had enough of it. And he's just put him in prison, basically, in the court of the guard in his palace, and he's not hearing it anymore. But when he's there, verse 6, Jeremiah said, The word of the Lord came to me. Behold, son Hanamel, son of Shalom, your uncle, will come, and he'll say to you, Buy my field that is at Anathoth, for the right of redemption by purchase is yours. So here comes the word of the Lord, and he says that this guy, Hanamel, is going to come to him. It's a relative of Jeremiah's, and he's going to say, Hey, I want you to buy this field that's available, and you have the, the right to purchase it. There's this complicated deal with families when a piece of property becomes available. A kinsman redeemer from the family is able to buy it. Well, Jeremiah is that guy. And so the Lord comes and says, This guy's going to come and say this. Then, verse 8, what the Lord says is going to happen actually happens. Hanamel shows up, and he says, Hey, buy this field that Anathoth, the land of Benjamin, because the right of possession and redemption is yours, so you can buy it for yourself. And so Jeremiah knows that this is the word of the Lord, and Jeremiah buys the property. Verses 9 through 13 or so go through the specific details of measuring out the shekels and signing the deed and getting the witnesses and and putting the, the sale in place. And so Jeremiah buys this property. Now, here's what's perplexing about the purchase of this property. The people of Judah are being overcome, literally right now, by Nebuchadnezzar and the army of Babylon. They're taking over Jerusalem and Judah, and they're going to send these people out into exile, just as God has prophesied through Jeremiah. So why on earth would anybody in that situation buy land? That deed's not going to be any good, right? Because uh, this land is no longer going to belong to the people of Judah. It's no longer going to be governed by the rights and the rules of the people of Judah. The people of Babylon are going to take it over, and they're not going to recognize these deeds. And so why would you ever buy land in this situation? Well, this is what verse 14 says. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, take these deeds, both this sealed deed of purchase and this open deed, and put them in an earthenware vessel, that they may last for a long time. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, houses and fields and vineyards shall be bought again 
in this land. And so this is a promise that, yes, you're going into exile. Yes, these are very bad days where sin and idolatry are being justly punished by God through the people of Babylon, the army of Babylon, taking over the people of Judah and carrying them off into exile. We've talked in previous days, this is going to last this exile for 70 years. But God says, put these deeds in an earthenware vessel where they're going to last a long time. By the way, interestingly, the Dead Sea Scrolls were found, many of them, in earthenware vessels. So that must have been something that they did to preserve scrolls or deeds or, or things they wanted to keep for a long time. And eventually... God says, land will be bought and vineyards will be bought. Houses and fields will be bought again in this land because I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to restore the former order of things after my punishment is carried out. So even when God is punishing and carrying out his justice, he's dropping hints all the time of his grace and his mercy that is to come. Thank God that he gives us physical, tangible signs that we can understand so we can see this. You remember the rainbow at the time of the flood was a promise that God would never kill all living things with a flood the way he did back in Genesis. The circumcision, the sign of circumcision, we talked about that yesterday in our podcast, and that is a physical sign of a spiritual reality. Think of water with baptism or wine and bread that are physical signs, physical tangible items that help us understand the remembrance of the Lord through his supper. And so there are many times where the Lord gives us signs or guarantees that we can understand or that we can hang on to until his promise is fully fulfilled. And I'm reminded of maybe the most important guarantee or sign or down payment or first fruit. These are all terms that the scriptures use to describe the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So when we come to faith in Jesus Christ, not only are we forgiven of our sin, we're clothed with the righteousness of Christ, we're adopted into the family of God, we are given the Holy Spirit, the third part of the Trinity. And this Holy Spirit is the first part of our eternal inheritance. The joy of the Holy Spirit, the peace that we get from the Holy Spirit that passes all understanding, the love of the Spirit, all the fruits of the Spirit that are in Galatians 5, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all these effects of the Spirit's ministry in our lives, they're an early taste, they're a down payment, they're a guarantee, they're a seal, they're a sign of what is to come. In eternity. And, and what is to come in eternity is the new heavens and the new earth. It's written about in Revelation 21, 1 through 5. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had per- passed away and the sea was no more. I saw the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And it goes on. It's in Revelation 22. Much like the promise that was given to the people of Judah that after 70 years of exile, those of you who turn back to me, those of you who are faithful, those of you who haven't died, you will be drawn back and restored in Jerusalem and in Israel. Just like that, we are promised as people of God, followers of Christ, that we will get to experience this new heaven and new earth one day at the end of times. And the Holy Spirit is a down payment or a guarantee to us that that is eventually going to come, just like 
the deed of this property that Jeremiah bought is a promise that someday land and houses and fields would be bought and sold again in this place. What an awesome illustration and a promise that God will fulfill his promises no matter how bad it gets in this life. Amen? Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.